The Communicast presents... Welcome to Tamrielic Adventures, a show bringing you information from all across the far reaches of Tamriel. I am your host, of course, Eric, a.k.a. Silior. And today, I thought we'd talk about something I mentioned in my last episode but didn't get into details with, and that is Dragon Breaks. But before we get into that, I got a couple of bits that I wanted to address If you listened to my last episode, I wasn't 100% sure on the location of Wayrest. I was confused and said that it is in Black Marsh. I apologize. It is actually in the High Rock region. I have since been there in Elder Scrolls Online, so I apologize. And another couple of bits of news... um, Nintendo, my other show, has been on a break. We should be recording another episode here in the next day or so on Sonic the Hedgehog. So be on the lookout for that. Also, since the last episode, this show has gone up on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. So thank you, Anchor, for that. Uh, another couple of bits of news unfortunately Bethesda's um, own version of E3 QuakeCon has been cancelled for this year with the coronavirus outbreak so sad but unfortunately it's necessary at this point in time Um, but with this Outbreak video game developers and publishers have been very nice and discounting a lot of things or making them free for a little bit. And that includes Elder Scrolls Online. The base game is free to play until April 13th, and then it's 60% off after that until the end of April. And also the Elsewhere chapter is the cheapest it has ever been. It is 70% off, and that, I believe, includes also the Morrowind chapter. So take advantage of that while you have the chance. Speaking of Elder Scrolls Online, it is also the game's six-year anniversary, and that, of course, means the anniversary jubilee, where there's cake involved. Let them cake if you... And there's also crafting bonuses and bonus XP. There's crafting, you know, you get bonuses with crafting writs. You can go into world boss quests, alliance war and battleground quests, daily dungeons and trial quests, and daily heists and sacraments. The Jubilee gift boxes that they give you include crafting materials, crafting motif pages, so you can craft in different styles, furniture recipes, outfit styles. And for one of the five companions, you know, Abner Tharn, uh, Lyris, Titanborn, Saisahan, things like that. There's Wormkulf motif pages, there's outfit pages for Jeffrey Paladin. Weapon and armor styles, transmutation crystals. Take advantage of this while you can. I've been doing it. It's fun, mostly the crafting, but yeah, definitely take advantage of that while you can. Also, if you get 
gift event tickets, or if you get event tickets, you can gift them and get Gloomspire crowns, Gloomspore, easy for me to say, crown crates. Definitely take advantage of that. If you go into the crown store and you gift five or more event tickets to anybody in the game, they'll give you these crown crates. So definitely take advantage of that. And if you want to start this, you find Chef Donwan in any of the starter areas like Volko Guard, uh, Davin's Watch, yeah, places like that. So, also, um, with that being said, the Graymore is due out in early June, and the prologue quest is now available for free on the crown store i have played it it's quite fun you find out about the uh, vampire conspiracy that's going on and you get to see Blackreach. so definitely take advantage jump on that while you can it should be available afterward i did the elsewhere elsewhere uh, prologue quest recently and that was great too so um yeah definitely if you want to get a head start on graymore jump on that and that leads me into my gameplay i've been playing a lot a lot a lot a lot of elder scrolls online i've been playing other stuff too and normally I don't have nearly this much time, but with extenuating circumstances, what they are, I've had a lot of time to play. I will get into my Nintendo gameplay on Nintendo when that next episode comes out here in the next few days. But with Elder Scrolls Online, I've been doing a ridiculous amount of stuff. I have played through the Morrowind Vardenfell main storyline. I've played through the Elsewhere main storyline and I've been getting into Somerset. There's two characters I've mainly been putting time into. There is my Dunmer, which I named Sarah Nerith. I thought that sounded Dunmerish. And um, he has been going through the Clockwork City story. Um, I recently was watching a friend of the show bladed mischiefs twitch stream if you haven't checked her out yet check her out she streams every so often uh, she's been streaming quite a bit more lately but i asked her what her favorite story was and she said clockwork city so i did a quest in i think it was in the davin's watch area where um you talk to no no no, no I, I apologize it was Mournhold um, where you are dealing directly with Almalexia and <clears throat> that led into the Clockwork City story so my Denver character is mainly has mainly been in the Clockwork City doing those quests and that I will agree is great you find out a lot about Sotha Seal and how he may or may not really be Sotha Seal. I'm not going to spoil anything, but if you have the Elder Scrolls Online subscription service, which I recently purchased, 
Um, you get all of the DLC for free. You don't get chapters for free like elsewhere, Greymoor or Morrowind. But usually, I think what they do, at least what they did with elsewhere is, and I believe they're doing this with Greymoor, is if you buy that one for $60, the other previous chapters are included for free. So I took advantage of that when they were having their holiday sales with elsewhere. But yeah, I I don't remember what I said after the first, the last episode, what I've been doing, uh, except for focusing on my crafting, which I'm still doing that. I am getting, I'm doing most of the crafting writs. I'm not doing alchemy, but I'm doing the rest of them. Which, I don't know if there's a way to get the crafting writs in Clockwork City. I haven't seen that yet. So, another thing that I've been focusing on is having a house in all of the different provinces. And I'm up to five now. Four or five. I've got one in Somerset. I've got one in Ardun. I've got one in Daggerfall. I've got one in Vardenfell. I think I've got one in Ebonheart. I feel like I'm forgetting one. The next one that I want to get is in Glen's uh, Elden Root, the uh, Valenwood province. Grotwood. Grotwood. Elden Root is a city in Grotwood, but still. Um, and then my other character that I've been focusing on, his name is Sulior, oddly enough, and he is an Altmer, and he finished, he's the one that I finished the Elsewhere storyline with, which, that was great, fantastic. Um, I love how they do show different variations of Khajiit, like the Centrot and the Alfiq, and... Uh, yeah um, that is another episode that I really want to get into is all the different variations of Khajiit if you have played Arena the Khajiit don't really look like cats although it does say you're feline and there is a variation of Khajiit that is more human looking than cat so be on the lookout for that episode soon um, that character is mainly focusing on the Somerset storyline right now with the Sigic Order, and that has been fun as well. So, not a lot to say about that. Uh, um, although I love Somerset, Somerset is beautiful. This the area itself. Um, elsewhere is beautiful as well. It's more jungle and desert than just straight up you know, breathtaking landscape. But, I digress. The Somerset storyline, as I said, has been a lot of fun. It's been a little bit more challenging. I was having trouble killing this sea load, but oddly enough, I take a break, come back, and beat him in one try. Very easily, I might add. So, I've heard that the boss, the enemies in like the boss enemies in Somerset are a little bit more challenging than the rest of them. And I will attest to that. Um, I haven't really 
had issues with the bosses in the Elsewhere storyline or the Morrowind storyline. They may kill me once or twice, but I'm able to easily kill them after that. Um, another thing with my gameplay is pretty much every game I've played, I've been a more sword and board kind of person, sword and shield. This game has given me a much more... It's giving me a better appreciation for bows it's to the point where now I mainly am using bows as opposed to sword and shield. So <laughs> wish I would have known that from the beginning. I would have been able to put more points into bow, but it is what it is. Um, another thing that I have been playing that's not ESO is, and I think I mentioned this in one of the in the first episode to be if I remember right, is that if you would like to play the first two games in the series, Arena and Daggerfall, they are available for free on the Elder Scrolls website. And it even gets it set up in DOSBox for you, so you don't have to go through and program DOS to run the game. All you have to do is load, you know, click on the link and it'll load the game for you. So, with that being said, I recently started a new game in Daggerfall. I started a game in Arena not too long ago, but I think it was before the shift started. But I recently started a new game in Daggerfall. And even with Arena, you start out in a prison cell. And Morrowind, you start out as a prisoner on a boat. But Daggerfall, you're not even... I don't... If I, I remember right. I don't think you're even a prisoner in Daggerfall, although you do start out in a dungeon. The gameplay is basically the same as Arena, and it takes some getting used to, but once you get used to it, it's great. So if you would like to go check those out, like I said, they are free on the Elder Scrolls website, the Bethesda the Elder Scrolls branch of the Bethesda website. So definitely check it out. You can, definitely, you can very easily get lost in those worlds. Granted, they are early to mid-90s graphics, but what can you do? Hopefully, at some point, we will see you know remasters of these. I doubt it, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. But that is my gameplay if you would like to look me up in ESO, you can find me. My screen name or my user ID is E-E-G-O-L-D-E-E-Gold. So I play pretty much every day. So if you would like to find me, I play on PC North America. And that brings me to lore. So... In the last segment, or in the last episode, I should say, I had mentioned Dragon Breaks, but I didn't really go into details. So, a Dragon Break is a fancy term for a phenomenon where nonlinear time happens. So, you know, time typically goes in a straight line, past, present, future. Well, a dragon break is a phenomenon where linear time is broken and becomes nonlinear. And the dragon part of dragon break refers to Akatosh, the god of time, or Ariel. Or, you know, it, different races, different 
cultures refer to the divines and the Daedra by different names. And that's another topic for another podcast. But Akatosh is the dragon god of time. And Dragon Break happens and it breaks that rule where time is non-linear. And if you have played Skyrim, you have experienced a dragon break. And that is actually, there's, as of right now, there are three examples of a dragon break. And the one people are probably most familiar with is the one that happens in Skyrim, the time wound, as Parthenex referred to it as. And basically, what happened was the ancient Nords broke the laws of time with an Elder Scroll and sent Alduin away. They meant to just get rid of him, but they sent him in forward in time to the, time, the events of Skyrim in the Fourth Era. And the ancient Nords, the time period that they were in at the time is known as the Merithic Merithic era. Basically, the history of Skyrim is, or not Skyrim itself, but the Elder Scrolls is broken up into different eras. There's the Dawn era, there's the Merithic era, and then there's the first, second, and third eras. And the time period that Aldon was sent forward in time during was known as the Merithic era. And that's mainly the era where all the different races were were traveling around and settling into where their homelands, their adopted homelands are, such as the Nords were actually from an area called Abmora, and the Red Guards were from an area known as Yakuta. So the next dragon break that happens is known as the Middle Dawn and a sect of the Alessian Order the Marukati Selective is said to have caused what is actually the longest known dragon break and it's called, as I said, it's called the Middle Dawn and it was thought to have spanned 1,008 years from the 13th to the 23rd centuries in the first era. The first area is like the longest known, you know, the longest area era to date. And they were attempting to exercise elements of the elven aureole from the imperial Akatosh. This is the only dragon break that is universally is a universally known event, although some civilizations claim to have been protected from it. I highly doubt that, but that's just me. The Nimli, sorry, some of these words are really hard to pronounce. I should mention also that I get my information from the UESP wiki, the unofficial Elder Scrolls page wiki. They are a great source. I've been referring to them since I discovered the Elder Scrolls back in 2006. So anything you want to know about the Elder Scrolls is on that website. I'm not sponsored by them. I wish I was. Shout, you know, if you would like to sponsor me, UESP, you know where to find me, hopefully. 
anyway, the Nimoli Blue Star, a Magna Gay G G E. Associated with untime events, grew bright enough during this dragon, but dragon break to be seen in the daytime sky. That's pretty freaking bright. Yet in later eras, the occurrence of this event became disputed. Most notably, no- notably, why can't I pronounce words today? I apologize. Most notably, by the scholar Faldrun, he basically said that no cosmic disruption took place at all in the dragon break story it was concocted in the early third era to explain inconsistencies in the encyclopedia tamrielica it's <laughs> encyclopedia tamrielica okay um he cites scholarly inertia obsession with eschatology and fanatical numiduism that is really hard to pronounce in order to explain the perpetual perpetuation of the error I should say I apologize I apparently can't talk today Faldrun's claim that the dragon break was a third area third era fabrication is apparently discredited by older sources which are known to have described the dragon break as early as second era 582 and if you think that that year sounds familiar it should because that is the year that the elder scrolls online events take place in particular the vindication for the Dragon Break book seems to describe the Marukati Selective's justification for the Middle Dawn before the event itself. The Denmer of the era were hostile towards the Empire, yet they still acknowledge that Dragon Break occurred. Furthermore, a member of the Elder Clowns Council claimed that the oversoul of the Emperors within the Amulet of Kings confirmed that the Dragon Break took place. The council purportedly gathered information from every province, information which never coincided except by mentioning that all the folk of the continent tracked the fall of the eight stars, which they used to count their days. That is a lot of information, (laughs) but um, yeah, you can find these books in the Elder Scrolls games, such as the Vindication for the Dragon Break. So if you happen to find these books, definitely look look them up. A lot of the books in the game actually have some great information in them. And that brings us to the third known Dragon Break, known as the Brass God. The first activation of Numendium by Tiber Septum, also known as Talos, at the town of Rimen and elsewhere is said to have preceded a dragon break that heralded the Third Empire. The second activation of Numidium, why can't I pronounce that word? I'm sorry. Numidium in the Iliac Bay region during the Third Era 417 brought about another dragon break. Sentinel, Wayrest, and Daggerfall, and Orsinium, and the Empire all gained control of the totem of Tiber Septum. 
somehow at the exact same time, which allowed them to control the power of the golem. When this Warp of the West, which is another well-known book in Elder Scrolls, ended, the effect objectively seemed to last roughly two days. The many other kingdoms of the Iliac Bay region were conquered. Each remaining kingdom consolidated in its newfound territory and swore fealty to the empire, bringing them historically a new bringing historically unusual harmony to the northwestern Tamriel. Because of the use of the Numidium, I think I, can, I got that word at that time, Numidium has not once but twice been associated with the Dragon Break. It's speculated that some of the events surrounding the Battle of the Red Mountain, which is another whole long podcast, the Battle of the Red Mountain, and the disappearance of the Dwemer around First Era 700 may also be explained by a dragon break. The pur- purported dragon break, sometimes called the Red Moment, involved the battle which ultimately resulted in the d- disappearance of the Dwemer. The accounts of this battle often conflict with each other on various points, such as loyalties of the parties in the battle of the events which transpired in the climax of the battle would including how the Dwemer met their fate yeah the battle of the red mountain so much happened at the battle of red mountain that was also when Nerevar took on Dagoth Ur and ultimately died so anyway <laughs> hopefully that wasn't too confusing but as i said there aren't many known instances of dragon breaks but it's always at something really significant historically anyway as i said i've just been playing a lot of elder scrolls online i'm actually probably about to do that here in a little bit so um other network news durka is still plugging along with Atlas. He recently started a new crew and he tried to find a way to get me to play and I tried and once again my computer just can't handle that game. So once we get 20 reviews on my, our other show Nintendo, he has said that he will get me an Xbox One so I can play it with him. Um, so if you would like to see me play Atlas Go review Nintendo, which you should anyway. It's a fun show. It is a show where we give you all the latest Nintendo news, as well as a little bit of a general history on a certain game or series or character, as we did with Wario. And our next episode, which which could which should come out in the next few days, is going to be on Sonic the Hedgehog. So definitely check that out. As I said in the last episode, our other show on the network, Anything Goes, which is done by Taylor Brandon, is on a bit of a hiatus. Um, Hopefully they'll be back in the game soon. Definitely check them out. They're a fun show as well. Anything is on the table. So... As far as where you can find me, I am on Instagram and Twitter 
at Ian Gold 8 I apologize. Apparently, words just fall out of my brain today. Ian Gold 8 um, You can follow the show on Instagram at Tamriel Conventures Podcast and on Twitter at Tamrielic P. And uh, in in game in E and uh, Elder Scrolls at E E G O L D E Gold. And that's the show. So um, also the show has a an email address if you would like to reach out to me that way. It's at Tamrielic Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. You can find the show. As I said at the beginning of the show, um, if you want to listen to it on something other than Anchor or Spotify, it's at Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Just get the word out if you like the show. If you, there's something you would like to see me cover specifically, reach out. I have told you how to do that. So that's a show. Also, um, this show is a part of the Communicast Discord I will post a link in the show notes. You can come chat with us. We're on all the time. And you can also hang out and chat with the other shows on the network. You can also hang out with friends of the network, such as the Nintendads, which I was able to play some games with them on Saturday. So Friday going into Saturday, I believe. (laughs) Days at this point are kind of blending together. I apologize. And as I said, that's a show. So stay safe, adventurers, and don't let dragon breaks absorb your essence. Sorry, that was bad. Stay safe, adventurers.